0: Humbling of myself before God. Hallelujah. Brother Ken Cowan had a post on his Facebook page. I don't know if you probably didn't see it or anything. But he's saying, you know, it's a sad day when women are marching for the right to kill their babies. And I thought, you know, true. That's kind of just the tip of the iceberg, though. As a nation, we have so many things wrong. And I'm not blaming it on anybody or, you know, trying to bring you under condemnation. But we definitely need to humble ourselves before God. I want to read this morning out of First Peter. Chapter 5, I'm going to just read one verse, I believe. I think what Tom read this morning out of Isaiah 53 and what he said, you know, we're really in a mess without Jesus, speaks multitudes to what our nation is because we are without God. You've you've probably heard it before and we hear it so often, but we've driven God out of everything in our nation. We've taken him out of our schools. We've taken him, you know, out of our courthouses. We're trying to take him out of church in a sense by taking the churches out of our nation. Taking him out of our government. And then we wonder why things are so bad. And the worst part of it is, is we've got those that believe that it's getting better. Hallelujah! I just want to read this verse out of 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. You know, I've read this scripture a number of times and always thought I kind of had an idea what it was talking about, but the more I got to thinking about it, I thought, no, I I really don't, and I began to look and study some of these words, and I really just want to focus on being sober this morning, you know, my first, when I used to read this, I used to think, well, it meant to be in a somber state, you know, where I was really being reverent to God, and just in a quiet state, and but in all reality, it's talking about exactly what it says, be sober. And I'm not talking about physical drunkenness. I'm talking about being spiritually drunk. Because when we get drunk, it messes with our senses. It dulls our senses. And that's what happens, has happened to us as Americans, as America. Our senses have been dulled. To the presence of God we become drunk on the things that we have access to if you want to read in Revelations it talks about the harlot Babylon and how that people have become drunk you know on her delicacies that's what's happened to us we've been a people that has been so blessed by God that we've forgotten God the blessings that we received Were a blessing and a cursing. You know, I was just uh, talking with Markson through text here last week, and he was asking me how things were going with the church. And I told him, you know, I really feel like something is about to break through in the church, and you know, it just seems like God is moving. and And he was talking about, yeah, he said we just had a wonderful service. uh, Had many physically or many physical healings happen in our meetings. You know, and I got to thinking, yeah, that's what we'd like to see here. But I made a comment to him, you know, uh, we have access to too many things here that we don't really need to rely upon God quite so much. We've been so blessed that we kind of just taken God out of the equation at times. We have so many things that we can rely upon besides God. And uh, I'm not sure that that's going to stay that way. I'm not trying to be a prophet or but God has a way of getting his people to come back to him. And uh if we don't heed his warnings a lot of times it comes through judgment so we need to really be humbling ourselves but I really want to you know encourage you to become sober in your thinking. Don't let your senses be dulled by all that we have. Remember where it came from. Remember whose it is and, you know, the blessing we have of receiving it. And I know that you are a people that are very thankful for what you have, and that, that's really good. But we need to just be very careful that we don't get caught up in the American dream and become so dull to the presence of God that we, uh, we miss out what he, His desire is for us. You know, the blessings of God are given to us so that we might bless others. If you want to think about it that way, we're stewards. What God gives us, He gives us so that we might plant in other places. Not that we can't have things, I'm not saying that. But sometimes we just get so caught up in getting and getting that we don't think about what we have and, you know, what we need and what we don't need and so on and so forth. I was just thinking... When you're in a place like our group down in Mexico or over in Africa where you wonder if you're going to get a meal a day, kind of makes you think when, you know, we have all that we want, you know, you don't get much choice where you're at over there. You know, you can go down to the store and you can have many different types of things on the shelves. We become just a little bit dull, I think. Little a uh, little bit drunken with the things that we've been blessed with in this nation. I just want to encourage you, you know, the enemy will use those things to devour you. I want you to notice this, that your adversary, the devil, don't think he's on your side. <laughs> he's your adversary. We, we read and we talk about all the time he comes to steal, to kill and destroy. And uh, if he can't do that outright, he'll try to work on you to get your senses dulled if you think about the parable of the sower some seed fell amongst the thorns and it says you know that those that receive the word you know the presence of God in their life uh, in thorns are those who you know the cares of this world And the deceitfulness of riches choked that word off that it became unfruitful they became dull of hearing what the word said they cared more about you know the cares of this life and Gaining riches. We've got to make sure that we're being sober, being vigilant. Our adversary goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He can devour people, it doesn't say that he might. He can if we allow him to. You can go on and read, you know, that what we're supposed to do, resist him and so on and so forth. But I want you to realize that if your mind has become in a stupor by the things around about us, it's about time we have a reset start thinking. Get our minds renewed in Christ to what we are, who we are, what we should be in Christ. You know, uh, like I said, our, our, our country's in a mess And we've, in a sense, been dulled to that, I think. It doesn't stir us up like it ought to. You know, I... I don't know. I I think maybe, you know, we should spend more time on our knees crying before God than rejoicing at this time. But, you know, I'm not... Saying that God isn't good and that His, you know, there's not glory in His presence. I'm saying that, but I I believe that God is crying with us this morning. Hallelujah! But also, I know that even as the enemy goes about seeking whom He may devour, that I have a God that can shut the lion's mouth. Daniel found that out as he was living a righteous life among unrighteous people. And that unrighteousness tried to take his life and to take that which he stood for. He was cast into the lion's den, and uh, the man that threw him in there, the next morning opened the thing and said, Daniel, was your God able to save you? And Daniel said, yes, my God will shut the lion's mouth. So even though, you know, I, this morning as I feel this spirit of heaviness and, and uh, remorse, I guess you could say, I don't want to call it a spirit of heaviness because I know that a spirit of heaviness can be overcome uh, with praise. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just that God saying, you know, it's time to start getting real here. You know, that this life is more about just rejoicing that, you know, tribulations come upon people and, There needs to be a life lived that's a righteous life. And by doing that, he will shut the lion's mouths. We don't have to worry about being devoured. But we need to stay sober and vigilant as Christians. Hallelujah. So don't be drunk with wine or the world's goods, but be filled with the Spirit. That's encouragement to you this morning. So hallelujah. Let us be sober and be vigilant. And watch out for your adversary. Hallelujah. Father, I just want to thank you for your word, and Lord, uh, I know as a country, Lord, we're very displeasing in your eyes, and Lord, as your people, we do humble ourselves before you, and pray, Lord, that you would forgive us of our sins as a nation, heal our land, Lord. Lord, we become drunk with the wealth and the riches that we have here, and Lord, It's evident when you look at our population and how many people are in the church. We've forgotten about you. We care more about what we have and the things that we desire to have instead of your presence. Hallelujah, Lord. Even though you did everything in your life for us, you took the beating, you took the stripes, Lord. You took all that, the death upon the cross, that we might live We've become unthankful and unholy. Hallelujah, Lord. We just pray that you restore us as a nation to that place, Lord, where we revere and fear God and love him, Lord, and do according to his word and his deeds. We just love you and praise you, Lord. Just guide us and direct us. Help us, Lord, to hear your voice and do that which you've called us to do. We pray in your name this morning. Amen. You're dismissed this morning.